Yes. Hey. Is it going to show that? What is yes. up, guys? Yes. It's William we Cody. <laughs> we are live um, with you tonight. We've got KBFAOY Cody Milton up there in the top left. Shane Williams down there in the bottom. Uh, our man's Ryan is uh, out working, so we're missing Ryan tonight, but that's all right. We're going to handle this. Uh, Cody, thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely. Thanks, welcome, welcome. For, uh, thanks for having me on. Are you uh, back in Arkansas now and getting some rest and chilling? We're your thumb. Movie thumb. There you go. What's up? Hey, oh, you right. Your See thumb you. was covered yeah, by mic. I'm assuming y'all got tripods or something for this. This is this is difficult. Oh, you're doing good. <laughs> you're doing good, man. Um, anyway, just want to say congrats to you for winning that. Uh, you want to give us a little rundown of, of how your season went? I mean, you spent a lot of a lot of time out on the road, fished a lot of tournaments. It's a lot. I think it was. I think I came up with you know just from state challenges and things like that. I think it was something like thirty three different lakes that were involved in the whole year. Wow. Um, it was. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, it started back in uh, Bull Shoals in Arkansas. Snow on the ground. I remember waking up that morning like it snowed outside, and Brad Case was with me. It's like no, it's it's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was. It started cold, and man, I mean, ended on you know really a good note, and it was just. It was a fun year. I mean, I absolutely, I, you know, there's so many people I could thank that I didn't even know how to, you know, thank or reach out to enough people. But it was, it was a fantastic year, and I greatly appreciate everybody that's reached out to me. Awesome. Um, I saw a post you made talking about some of the things that happened, sleeping at boat ramps, blowing out tires, <laughs> and wild stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. So along the way, did you run into anybody that was really key to helping you, like good sports that helped you when you're in a jam, stuff like that? There, yeah, absolutely. I mean, from I re, I stayed a lot with uh, Eric Sadiki and Mel Ash and um, and you know Josh Stewart. There were several others, but uh, man, yeah, there was times I remember Kentucky Lake in particular. Uh, blew a trailer, blew a trailer out, and I have a pro angler, so you know it was tough to put this thing on top of a Subaru. So I'm I'm hauling around Paris, Tennessee, with a PA12 on top of the on top of the Subaru, and I'm like, I call Eric, and I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure I've got a good place that we can go, but you're gonna have to come with me. And sure <laughs> enough, he went, and we both caught you know good limits. I think I ended up fourth in that tournament. I think we had a bunch of spawning fish in a uh, marina back down on the south end of the lake. But, yeah, and it was stuff like that. And Jason Broach, I think he helped me change two tires when it was all said and done. And his brother took me to get a car. I mean, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, wow. you don't truly understand, like, it really is a family. I mean, you're out there and there's not anybody else out there to help you, especially when you're down in, you know, Fellsmere, Florida, these small towns that nobody knows about. So, yeah, yeah it was you, – you can't thank the friends that were there enough for sure. Do you have a favorite, uh, maybe lake or maybe not even lake, but specific event or tournament from this season that stood out? So, from for me, for the bass side of things, I I love I, I really like lacrosse. I mean, lacrosse is a really good venue, and I expect to see a lot more events come there in the future. Um, it's I mean, it's a fun town, and it's really good. Some of the best topwater fishing you'll ever see in your oh, whole yeah. life. Um, but you know, Grand Lake was fun too. I kind of tried to jackpot that tournament and spent, you know, 
I think I, I didn't. I spent like two weekends up there because it's only about three and a half, four hours from me. So yeah, I spent yeah. a lot of time on that lake and really got to enjoy Grand. Um, it's a it's a good one. But no, I'm a big. I really you no know, selfish smackdowns coming up. It's kind of on the mind right now. So oh yeah, I always, yeah. I have a great time with that every year. I try to get more bass guys to go every year. So maybe this is going to be the year. <laughs> you go to the one in uh, down in Pompano, Pompano Beach. Yeah, yeah Pompano. Yep, it's ran by Joe and uh, Maria Hector. They do a fantastic job. Yeah, um, I'll see you down there then. Oh really? Have you you've done one before, haven't you? I did my first one last year, yeah, but I got okay. it. We we had kind of did a you, bait debacle. I got a barracuda, and that was my only live bait of the day. Did so you uh, did you go out the second day? The mine was only it wasn't. I guess I didn't do the smell the selfish smackdown. It was a summer no, slam. Yeah, those are good too. I mean, those still draw like 150 plus people every time. Oh yeah, it was mm. it was awesome. Massive beach launch. It was really cool to see. Yeah, it is. It's good. Some good footage for sure. So, Cody, this is a question a lot of people ask. How in the world do you get to go to all those events? Are you, like, independently Donald Trump wealthy, or are you just fortunate with <laughs> no, it? He fishes uh, for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, so I work for an investment company. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we manage – and they're all just right on downtown Cersei. Uh, my dad owns a, a few different retail stores down there, and I kind of help oversee and do things like that over the phone. We actually – we actually opened an ice cream shop this year. It's been a lot of fun. It's called the Soda Jerk down in downtown Searcy. Um, awesome. That one's been really good for us. So we just kind of keep, uh, you know, we'll take small businesses and just, you know, try to turn them around in smaller towns. That's mainly kind of what we do. Um, That's awesome. Used to have a used to have a gym floor company, but now it's uh, just outdoors company and a t-shirt company and a uh, ice cream shop. So we do, we do a little bit of everything and I guide quite often too. We've had a few trips this, this week already and I'll have one next week. So I spend a lot of time on the river too. You doing trout stuff right now or what? Oh yeah. That's, I don't know the last day I wasn't on the river, at least for an hour. I live nine miles from the little red river. So I spend a lot of time there and they're just, yeah, they're just showing up too. Like I found four beds this afternoon that weren't there yesterday. So they're it's getting right. Um, what did did, yeah, you, did you have a you have some fishing? You have some catching browns with you. Oh, definitely, man. Hey, did you have a key moment during the yeah. year that kind of turned your season? Chasing this like a lucky break you know, or anything like that? Yeah, there and there was there was several, and this is this will kind of hit home with you, Jeff. This was uh, the the one. I knew it was going to be really close in the end on challenge points, and I didn't necessarily have great challenge points. And I knew I needed to win Arkansas or at worst finish second the last month. Right. And, and you know, you had like Robert Murphy up there with like 105 inches, Dwayne, all of them, Jason Adams, you know, all of them. And, and I, so I was like, I had one full moon that I was going to go back up to Northwest Arkansas, try Swebco, and it was pretty much already done. Right. And I had a blowout at 11.30 going to Elmdale <laughs> to fish right down from my buddy's house. And I called Robert Murphy, and I was like, uh, dude, it's like, can you get me a ride somewhere? And I was like, just take me five more miles to Elmdale. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I'll do that, but I'm not taking you there. I'm taking you to Lincoln. And, I, and I'd never been there, and he drops me off with no car at midnight. And I, I proceeded to catch 104 and a quarter inches in, like, two hours. And, like, Good that – like, I remember texting him. I was like, dude, I think this did it for me. Like, I really do. 
Um, so that was that was kind of one of you know that was kind of cool because it like wasn't a live tournament, but it still had to be done. Like you right. had to find those fish somewhere. So that was a fun one. Still, the only time I've ever been to Lincoln. So I guess I need to I need to go back there. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I might want to take a trip back. Yeah, yeah, that little lake holds giants. It's, it's got insane. Our, our single day crazy. tournament records from there. I mean, it's it's something is it else. yeah. Uh, what, what what was the record? This summer we did a blind draw tournament where no one knew where they were going. And uh, oh yes sir yeah. Who was that? Rance Richardson pulled that lake and pulled 103 or 104 in one day, and that's the biggest string in one day for us. And that was in yeah. the sum- middle of summer, daytime. That's you know, crazy. not at night. I mean, there, you'll get 12 inch gizzard shad like on yeah. a regular basis. It's just it's insane. But hey, now everybody knows. Nobody come up here. Leave that lake alone. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm not going to Slubco <laughs> next year. I might as well, might as well blow that one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might as well. Yeah. Now, Swepco is fun. It's just, you know, it's one of them weird Franken fish lakes. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to go through the comments here and see if anybody's got any questions. Spradlin mentioned me, but I couldn't see what he actually said. That's probably something derogatory, I'm guessing. He said Shane is a sexy beast. <laughs> oh, wow. So that was nice. That's pretty, that's pretty good <laughs> and, and, dis- and disturbing at the same time. I don't know. So, big boy. Cody, what are you going to do in 19? Are you going to try to reclaim uh, the title? Or are you going to fish the I, Hobie? You yeah, do both? I feel like I have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was talking about that last night. I was like, I really, you know, I would love to be able to make out the Chick Camargo for that first event, but I I think I'm going to have to go on to uh, Santee. Um, but, I mean, from there, I'm definitely planning on fishing, you know, both events. That The Hobie stuff will be, you know, really, really good next year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be a good time. It should be, absolutely. Um, should pull some really good numbers. And, I mean, I was talking to somebody about that today. It's like, you should see a lot of 100 to 200 people events. So, yeah. Hopefully so. But, um, now, other than that, now, I'm mainly, you know, I feel like you kind of have to try to go back-to-back, right? So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, I've got, I'll, I'll be chasing that pretty hard this year again. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be able to. And, you know, it's kind of, I think it's going to work out where I'm going to be able to uh, to make it to enough events to fish them both. So, Awesome. Great. Looking forward to it. Yep. Hey, you, you got to keep that thing in Arkansas, man. That's where the Dude, I know, right? Yeah, Garrett Morgan was so close having the rookie of the year, too. It was like we almost we almost kept it in the Nashville State this year. That would have been all right. Oh, yeah. Let's see. What else we got on here? Kyle Long. You know Kyle, Cody? From over our way. I do, yeah, yeah, a little bit, yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, I know we were kind of sharing the same hole there for a little bit. We yeah. just never ran into each other. <laughs> he put it. He, he put in the comments. He hates this conversation. I guess he don't want anybody knowing that. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, he might. He might. <laughs> that might be the same hole I was talking about, actually. Yeah. Now we got these uh, Missouri guys talking about. They know where it's at too. So secrets oh, out. Oh boy. We'll secrets see. Out. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what. We'll see what the best are. I did. I've I've done 108 plus I guess three different times out there. It's like my best, but that that lake is insane. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's like a 22 inch bass. There's like seven and a half, eight pounds. Oh, like, they're all strong and crazy. mean. Oh yeah, oh yeah, indeed. I mean those things are. I mean, you catch them in the pool and put the water in there. It's insane. Yeah. Let's see now what for 19, Cody. Are you gonna jump in that? Uh, some of the pro side, this KBF pro thing. We're going to talk about that a little later, but what do you, what are your no, thoughts you know, on that? 
Uh, I, I am. And one thing that I think is really cool and a lot of people are probably kind of overlooking is like, you know, it kind of seems a little, I don't know, I want to say crazy, but, you know, it's like the payouts maybe kind of aren't there for what you think they would be. But for that last event of the year is going to be crazy. I mean, you're going to, I really think if it works out, you're going to be talking about fishing for six figures against, you know, 50 people. Potentially. It's like crazy. Um, I mean, it should, and I, it might not actually happen this year, but it's, it's close. You know, that's, that's stuff getting right, you know, getting really close. Um, I think one thing, you know, that, that probably hurts it is, you know, not enough people can get things completely paid for right now. And I think that'll hurt that, you know, because if you have a sponsor paying for you to be there, you know, it's not as much of a problem. Right. Um, yeah. You talk about, you know, just people that are still trying to make it and really, you know, getting in the door. It's hard to go pay that much money. I mean, oh, I yeah. couldn't have done it this year. There's no way. Right. I mean, absolutely no way. Um, it's close. I, I mean, the vision's there. I mean, absolutely the vision's there. And that final event of the year will be really, really phenomenal. Um, the numbers you'll get through the year, I mean, I think it'll vary. Obviously, I feel like the Southeast will have the strongest pro series as far as numbers and anglers. Um but in some of the other ones, you know, I just, you know, I don't know, you know, like some of the stuff out West, I just, I don't have as much knowledge about, but they should be pretty good. I know the payouts, you know, kind of seem a little different, but we'll see how it goes. What, what, do, you, what do you guys think about it? Well, uh, for me, I, we're kind of in an awkward spot for the trail series in general. We're going to talk about that here in a minute, but Northwest mm-hmm. Arkansas, it's yeah. not really close to the southeast. The central's really blown out. For me, if I do three events, I'm going to go to Texas. I've already talked to some of the Texas yeah. guys about it. You know, and that's and that those are all closer to me too. And you know, not to, crazy. Texas, not to prop Texas up more than it needs to be, but there's a lot of really good anglers down there. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's a that's a solid. I mean, you know, it's not just like the guys you know. There's some really really good anglers down there to get over. Um, I, I actually think that's going to be the strongest series next year. Um, as far as like, you know, anglers, like that's going to be stout. Um, you guys, yeah. And I know some of those lakes, man, those Texas lakes are tough. That's, I don't know. It's one part of the country. I just, I don't like it much. The red clay bottoms, hard bottom everywhere. Not, yeah, that's different. Like, that's different than Arkansas water, man. It there's is, no, right? There's, there's, there's know, no like, rocks. It's like suspended bass in 60 foot of water or something. Yeah, there's no rocks <laughs> down there. I don't like that. No, I know. It's weird. Yeah. What about you, Shane? You gonna hit that uh, pro part of the Southeast Trail or what? Um. Well, I'm the furthest from a pro, but one <laughs> thing to consider is that the the majority of the expense with these events is usually associated with gas and lodging and food. So you're already paying all of that. So you're only looking at you know a small percentage to jump up to. Um, you know, to have that potential bigger payout. So it's probably yeah. something I'll consider yeah, if bad. I'm able to hit a lot of them. Well, uh, and thing, like, I think that you'll see, and I mean, I, in my, maybe not, but if as long like, and I don't know exactly how much been, has been like released about that final pro series event, but I mean, if it really works out, like it's, there'll be a select few people fishing for a lot of money. And I don't know, I don't, I don't even have a Facebook app on my phone, so I, I don't I don't keep. Up oh wow! Um, it's what but, at the events themselves you get. Um, it's a fifty percent payout at the spot, and then fifty percent goes toward the end of the year championship. Is that right? Is that yeah? I, I'm not sure. I think that is. I mean, that's kind of what I understood. I think it initially came out a little bit different than that, though. Is that right? 
No, I'm not sure. Well, yeah. and, and, and I'll tell you, the, the Hobie series is kind of – I don't know what the payout's going to be at the TOC this year, but there's only going to be 50 guys That's going to be – yeah, that you know should what I mean? be really It's going to be a select field, and it's going to be a you know, small amount of guys fishing for a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be one that's uh, really I just feel like in. that's kind of what everyone's trying to get to, it seems like, you know. Um, because, I mean, you look at, I mean, how many anglers do you have that are really able and willing and want to travel that much to go to national, you know, national events, you know? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think, like, it's definitely totally good for the sport. I don't think it hurts the KBF. I don't think it hurts OB. I mean, I just think it's really good for the sport in general. I think it'll push both trails to, um, to really – look at each other and improve and that's true make adjustments yeah. as needed and it will end up winning as the anglers and competitors absolutely yep absolutely well i'll tell you what um uh, on that note uh, cody we appreciate you coming on here and talking about your year <laughs> with the aoy you can stick around please we're gonna take a break here in a second bring on some okay. more guys and we're really gonna dive into each region with some guys from around the country uh it's a pretty ambitious move here we're gonna try to have I think uh, seven of us going at once here. So we're going to try to manage yeah. that. Oh, wow. So uh, it's going to be crazy. I'm going to transition us over here, break out for a second, get everybody else in, and we'll be right back. So y'all hang tight a second. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Are they all are right? Seeing, yeah, we are back. Seeing all eight of us. Yes, all of us are in there right now. Hey, everybody, we're <laughs> back. We got the whole clan in here right now. Um, let me run through who's with us. We still got Cody. We've got uh, Derek Aiken, Jason O'Brien, Abel Patino, and uh, Chris. How do you say your last name, Chris? Calori. Calori. That's what I thought. Uh, we appreciate you guys jumping on here with us. Uh, it's a pretty good sized panel, so we're going to try to go around the horn and kind of break down each region. You don't have to go by, you know, lake by lake. You can touch on each lake and kind of tell us what your thoughts are and, and how KBF set this up. So with that said, uh, Chris, you're up there in the top left corner. You want to jump in first and talk about that uh, northeast region of for 2019? Yeah, all right. Um, we start off in uh... – Virginia with uh, Smith Mountain Lake, um, and then uh, 
we hit down to uh, Candlewood Lake in Connecticut and Upper Chesapeake, then east-west harbor in Ohio, and then finish it off in, uh, I can't even pronounce this one, in New Hampshire, Lake Winnipesaukee. Right. And then you have the regional championship on the big lake in Erie. Now, the, the nice thing about the Northeast champion, the Northeast Trail Series is it's relatively close. I mean, if you're here in PA or in Ohio and, or in the, in the New York area or even in the Virginia area, it's roughly the furthest you got of a drive is about 10 hours, okay. 10, 10, 11 hours, depending on traffic and stuff. And there's some pretty stellar lakes that you're going to be fishing on. So what's the the vibe from the people up your way? Everybody feels pretty good about that schedule and pretty happy with it? Um, it it's honestly, it, it's a mixed vibe. Um, some people are happy about it. Um, some people aren't. And I, I see both both uh, sides of the spectrum, so to speak. Um, I I think the, the trail series could have been broadened a little bit um more more towards the the midwest i don't really understand having um east east west harbor and lake st Clair not being part of the same trail but then on the same note i don't i understand kbf not wanting two world-class fisheries being in the same region right what would you say is the uh the best lake on your schedule up that way the camp is probably up this way. I would probably say Upper Chesapeake or East West Harbor. All right. Is so is East and West Harbor on the Northeast schedule? Is yes. That, is that right? Yeah. I'll, I'll see. I'll see you up there. That's like one of my favorite places around. <laughs> yeah, you got big smallies up there. Oh yeah, and the, the over the uh, large mouth get overlooked. Those harbors are amazing. And and that's the same with Lake Erie. You know that that was a big thing with the northeast with the northeast open this this year. You know, everybody was so tunnel vision on the smallmouth that people forgot about the, the largemouth up in the yeah in, the, in you, Presque Isle. You forget you forget they only see a frog for like three three months out of the year. <laughs> right, they destroy it. Right, but. All right. Well, uh, next, let's jump over and look at Southeast. Shane, you're, you're over that way or down that way, whatever. And it looks like, Cody, you're going to fish that. Um, what do you think about how it's laid out? For to sure. me, it looks yeah. like a dang, uh, it's an a easy one to follow fest. compared to some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a really fest. good time. Um, so for Southeast, it's, it's pretty, uh, kind of like Chris was saying for his region, ours is pretty fairly I guess condensed. Um, we've got Santee Cooper, of course. Most KBF uh, competitors are familiar with that in South Carolina. That's going to be the first one in uh, February. Um, but then the next, you've got Gunnersville in April, which is going to be awesome. That's a killer time. Um, May is going to jump into Georgia for the Three River Throwdown. I'll be hosting that one with uh, Ryan. Um, Obviously, that's one of my favorites. Uh, it's always a really good time that we put on. Um, we'll have a lot of extra prizes there, hopefully some sponsor support and opportunities to catch really big largemouth, shoal bass, spotted bass. Um, each of those rivers are unique, so it's a pretty cool chance to get down there and kind of see which, which river fits you best and um, which species fits you best. 
Then from there, we're going to go back up to Chickamauga, which again is an awesome big bass lake. There's going to be a lot of fish caught there. That'll be a really good time. That's in June. And then Kentucky Lake in July. So most of us probably recently have fished either March for the championship uh, for KBF or maybe May for the Hobie Open. Um, but we'll be out there in mid-July on Kentucky Lake, again, chasing some some big schooling bass. So that should be a really good time. Then the championship is in September, and they haven't actually set that location. Um, it may be Arkansas, maybe somewhere else. Probably not going to be as centralized as, um, as all these Tennessee River chain lakes, but um, it'll be on a really good lake, I'm sure. But I'm really excited about, about those stops. I think those five are going to be really, really solid lakes, a good time, a lot of big fish. Yeah, I'm sitting here listening to all you guys, and we're, like I said earlier, we're sitting right in the middle, and I've got to choose between southeast, Texas, and uh, central, uh, and, they, and they all sound good, so I don't know which way I'm going to go. Yeah. Uh, next up, central. Derek, uh, thanks for getting on here with us. I know it's blizzard up your way, isn't it? Yeah, it was the last couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and you're you actually helped put this together with KBF too, right? Well, I actually put together the Midwest. It was someone else originally, but they stepped down and okay. I took over from there and got together with all the tournament directors and went from went from there. Okay. I did have I seen the the comments the last few days or last week or so on the page. I did try to get a tournament in Kentucky, but. The, as you all know, the bluegrass kayak anglers, the management is changing, and they weren't sure who was going to be leading it. So it just fell apart for Kentucky. As far as the one other state that I've seen a lot of people comment from, Oklahoma, I did as well try contacting people out there. The two tournament directors never heard back. So at that point, we had to make a shift and, and work throughout the rest of the Midwest. Sure. Um, with the national championship being in March, and most of the region being under snow until May and some states not having an opening until the beginning of May or mid-May. That's why we're starting out so far south in Kansas. Yeah. Um, from Kansas, we move up to Lake St. Clair, which is right up right around the time of the opener up there. And he doesn't like Lake St. Clair or Smallmouth. I know it's a little far for some of the region, but it's I based the region off Des Moines, which is basically the middle point, north, south, east, and west. Um, Madison Chain, Wisconsin, if you've never been there. You got five lakes that are incredible for largemouth and smallmouth. You can even chance catching a trophy muskie on the side, just like St. Clair. <laughs> Mississippi River, that was the one where I tried to go to Kentucky, but we had to shift it over. And I think Iowa Kayak Anglers for helping me out with that, filling in there. She's going to be just south of where the championship will be two months before. Mark Twain, that was another one that we filled in there. It's kind of, I thought it was pretty central for all the different states that are involved with 13 states. It's kind of hard to spread out five tournaments. And in Tamalot, I think Josh Booth for that, as he changed his tournament series schedule to make our regional championship work out. Yeah, Table Rocks, that's a legit lake. Fun lake to fish, all three species. So, yeah. So it should be a good schedule in the Midwest to get get our guys up to lacrosse. So yeah, I know there was a lot of chatter down here. Well, over here in Arkansas about I think some of the West Virginia guys felt this way too. Kind of like, dang, where are we at? We're in limbo. And you know, I look to the central because I like Big Hill and I like Table Rock, but that's a long drive to to Wisconsin and St. Clair and some of those other ones. Uh, right. Well, that's, I understand that's one thing. Arkansas doesn't fall in my area. Right. Arkansas falls in the southeast where. 
I almost felt that it should be in my area and Oklahoma should be connected to Texas. You right. know, it just to me, it makes geographical sense. Right. But one who knows, things, one who knows what will come in 2020. Yeah, one of the things people don't think about in Arkansas is that there's anglers all over the state, but uh, the majority, the biggest group is in the very northeast or northwest corner, uh, mm-hmm. which really borders Missouri and Oklahoma. So it's kind of weird. You can't even make everybody happy. You understand that's that. That's fine. Jeff, how far are you guys, how far are you in that northwest sector from, say, Gunnersville or Chickamauga Lake? I think Chickamauga is a 10-hour drive. Wow. See, like, for me, all those Tennessee River lakes are only about six hours. Yeah. Um, but, and that's like, and that's one thing, like, you know, Arkansas is not a bad place to travel out of. No. Like, I think, for me, Lake Fork's like four hours. Toledo is about four, you know, four, and, uh, like, Kentucky's four and a half. How long does it take you to get to Kentucky, Jeff? It's seven and almost eight hours, something like that. Is it really? Yeah. You're, but we're about we're about four hours from right. each other. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're in a good spot. We can get to all three sure. of these regions. It's just a matter of which one do we want to pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which one are we going to pick? Mm-hmm. The guys that want to travel anyway. Which uh, kind of leads me to my next one, which is the Texas Trail with my bud, Jason O'Brien. Thanks for getting on What's here with us, up? Jason. What's Big up? boys. I'm going to throw this over here. This is the one I've really been eyeballing. I've kind of talked to Jason about it a little bit. Um, I like Texas because I like going down there. I'm not that great at fishing in Texas, but I like going. So, Jason, kind of run down these legs. We've talked about this before about it. This is a really, really good schedule. Absolutely. Uh, this schedule is – when I saw it, was like, man, we're talking big bass here. Uh, great fishing and not – no, I'm a power fisherman. I'm not a big uh, drop daughter and all that, although they catch fish. This is a old school Carolina rig, Texas rig, throwing jigs, moving baits, springtime stuff. And uh, it starts off with OHIB out in West Texas. It's going to take 100 inches to win that straight up. Uh, it's a rocky, clear lake. It, it fluctuates a lot up and down uh, water level, but it's a good lake. Uh, and then uh, in May, I guess, what's that? It's March, April, Ray Roberts. That's 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 that lake. That's its best month this April, and uh, that's going to be a numbers lake and size. So again, that's going to be easy, ninety-five plus to win that one. Uh, interesting. And then from there goes the big Sam Sam Raven. I mean, that's like an incredible. That that's the one I'm concerned about. Sam Raven's going to have a big uh, Texas trail bass fishing uh, bass boats are going to be that's a huge tournament there. So it's going to be the same weekend. But Sam Rayburn's so big, I think everybody can get away from everybody. But uh, that's another 100-inch lake, Frog City. I mean, just finding them shallow. And then uh, Whitney, and it takes a big break, and we go to Whitney, another deep lake that's fishing really good, and that's going to be high 90s to win that one. And then Toledo Bend, which is – that's the farthest one for me, and everybody knows about that one. Jesus, so much to fish there. So uh, the schedule is amazing. It is straight-up old-school bass fishing, as I'd call it. Love it. And then it finishes at fork in in September, which is better than October than October or November. September, we're talking early fall for these fish that won't be as finicky. Nice, awesome. That's pretty cool. Like it. It's the best schedule I've seen for Texas in a long time. I, I was t- when I saw this, I said that's it. This is one I'm going to do straight up. So it's it's a strong schedule. Yeah, and it gives somewhere for like I said the. Uh, Western Arkansas guys, the Oklahoma guys, uh, we can kind of choose. We can go north. We can come down to Texas. So, uh, you know, there's a lot. We of need to uh, we need to do a friendly wager, Jason, on uh, 
on whose region will have the biggest bags. I think. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, that, that's Absolutely. not even fair. You got some good lakes where you guys are at. Absolutely. You know. Yeah, it should be a all them, some giant. It's it's gonna be it, it would it would that is a good way to see. I don't know, think of something, well, but I think it's gonna yeah. be right there neck and neck. I would I would think. Well, the next guy may have something to say about that. Uh, out west, you guys got some biggins out there too. Uh, Abel, you want to jump there. in here and talk about uh, the West Trail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, big fish. I mean, they're out here, but they really haven't shown themselves in tournaments. Not not recently, anyways. Um, we're famous for big fish out here, but honestly, the numbers, I don't think, are, are they're not there. Um, I, I don't think we've even busted 100 inches on any tournament yet. Really? So, but you've had, didn't right. you have um, somebody caught, was it a 25 or a 24 or three-quarter or something more than once out there? At Barry yeah. S, I think, and then Clear Lake last year? Almost every tournament you see 20, 23 to 25-incher uh, pushing 10 pounds. There's usually one fish. At least, um, but yeah, we had a we had a twenty five, I think, at our first tournament this year, which is our first tournament for KBF next year, which was on Berryessa. We had a twenty five inch on that one as well. That's so cool. yeah, they're out here. It's just not not the numbers that you guys have out there. I don't think they don't school up like that. So can you? You're I think you're pretty familiar with most of the stops. Can you run through what the schedule is? Uh, you already mentioned Berryessa is up first. We know that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, that's sure a, you guys are looking top, forward to that one. Yeah, top 10 or top five in the country, according to Bassmaster last year or something. That's a good one. That was our biggest event last year, 138 anglers. I believe we that's had that. crazy. Yeah, that was a big one. Um, next one after that is in March, Lake Havasu. That's actually in Arizona. Um, Lake Havasu, a deep, clear water lake. Um, Did you fish that one last year? I did not. No, no. That one. I've actually never fished any lakes down south. Oh, okay. You gonna try so, to give it a shot this year? Yeah, this year for sure. I'm gonna hit um, at least two. Uh, Lake Havasu actually uh, is gonna be the same weekend as the Hobie Open or the Hobie Trail Series event this year. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna hit the Hobie one instead of Havasu on Shasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on Lake Shasta. So I'm kind of bummed about that because Lake Havasu is famous for big spot, uh, big smallmouth, and uh, it's an interesting lake to fish. You're fishing that time of year, from what I hear, you're fishing uh, smallmouth bass in like 30 feet of visibility, 20 feet down on beds. So that's, that's wild. That's crazy. That's yeah. Cool. So yeah, that's a, that's a bummer missing that one. But the next one after that is Maloney's New Maloney's Reservoir. That's uh, North Northern California. That's like an hour from me, so I'm definitely hitting that Ooh, one. Yeah, that's a that's a good one to hit for sure. If there's if if there ever was a record largemouth, was it was probably in Berryessa. Like, that, <laughs> that lake just is it is that where the rumored uh, like 25 pounder was? That's it. That was it. Oh hello. my god. Just a rumor, but yeah, it could have been true. Hey, uh, smoke yeah. fire, right? Abel, <laughs> how do y'all feel out that way? I know it's it's kind of a weird deal. There's a lot of land between the Central and the California Trail. Do you ever feel like you're out there on your own with the you know the Northwest and California? Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, so, so we're in Northern California. Southern California doesn't get as much love as we do. Uh, they don't have as many English as much participation um, like we do. 
Um, so those guys feel a little bit uh, less love, but we have I mean, we get them, we have them all out here. We have a lot of tournaments out here, a lot of anglers participating. Uh, it's just a lot bigger out here. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar with Abel's Trail, Yak Bass, they routinely do like 110, 120 at their just on the local tournament trail scene, which wow. for me is, I mean, in Georgia and Florida is is unheard of. I think it's one of the bigger ones in the country, maybe up there with uh, MSKA and some of the other really big trails. Yeah, cats, whatever, down there in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like. We did Fayette, which is too small last year with the cats, and it was, I think it was 189 anglers. It's just too many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost getting to that point here. Yeah, uh, you were three, right. 3,000 acres ain't enough. You got to go with the bigger lake, you know. Right, right. Nate, yeah, you, so. Abel, you guys do a lot of um, like shotgun starts too, like one ramp. You've got 100 plus guys all launching from the same ramp which is really cool photography you know it's a cool sight to see but i imagine that's got a lot of challenges to launch out like that on a lake yeah so our um, our local uh, trail series it actually only does a single launch so it's, you can't even it's it's just that launch point and that's it and wow. um yeah. like when we had that 138 angler event that was just mayhem really um, we had to go out, I think, like four miles just to get away from most most people. And we still had 20 guys around us. So it she, was, uh, uh, yeah, it's challenging for sure. Any tense moments there? Everybody got along all right? For the most part, yeah. I, I mean, we haven't had any, any major issues. Um, there's the usual. There's guys that don't know common courtesy and get too close. But um, everybody's pretty nice when you when you talk to them about it. it yeah, we've, we've really had nothing nothing but answers. So, is everybody on here planning going to Shreveport for the national championship early in the in the year there? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All right. That ought to be a good time. Louisiana, um, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's big fish time. Yeah. Cato. Yeah. I'm going to try to lay some eyes on it. I think we're in two weeks, like December eighth and ninth. I think they've got the uh, heroes on the water tournament down there. Ah. Oh yeah. Yep. Or it's not on Caddo. I think it's on like the NAC. But it's I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Caddo for one day while I'm down there. But yeah, the NAC is crazy. Send us your cords. Yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll send them on. <laughs> <laughs> Get you one of those uh, Angler things and. Put it on your finger. <laughs> um. All right. Well, everybody's on here. I appreciate y'all breaking those down. Um, something we do every week is is chime in on a social media post. Usually, maybe a couple. Uh, there's one that got thrown up yesterday that was funny and kind of makes you mad all at the same time. I, I, I'm going to throw it up here real quick. The uh, I'm going to call it the nope. Dickie do pro staff guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know the guy. I don't know the situation, but if any of you follow this, uh, it was basically a tournament director that kind of loaded the, loaded the deal for himself to qualify as a national championship. And the thread went on and on and on for any of you that saw that, what do you guys think about, how that went down and, and I know Richard chimed in today about some, maybe redoing some things because of what he saw there. Is he dating somebody named Brittany? Oh, no, I, maybe. <laughs> that's, oh. that's a different guy. Different guy, different post, different guy. But it was someone. interesting that this came up the day after we had that long discussion about whether tournament directors should be allowed to fix their events because yeah, 
I would love to fish mine. I didn't fish it this year, but if uh, if KBF is doing the judging and all, I would like to. But this guy fished his entire trail and didn't seemingly, from what I saw, I didn't read the whole thread, but it looked like his uh, best tournament was maybe two smaller fish, 12-inch fish or so. Yeah. Um, there was only four or five guys in most of the events, and somehow he ended up uh, AOI. See, I... I've got a problem with the partner clubs. I understand the need for it, but I have a problem with the way they allocate the slots to the national championship. There's no governing body or yeah, any organization behind it. They can so kind of give it out we, as they see fit, can't they? You know, a lot of us, we, we bust our butts to go and qualify for these slots, and these partner clubs can hand the slots out at will to you know they basically say okay who wants to go to the national championship raise yeah, your hand I, so, i've seen tournament directors almost verbatim say that you know toward the end of the year hey we've got these slots left over most of us are qualified so if you're still not uh holler at me and we'll make it happen it's like man we've been and, we've been busting our butts all year and to be fair right, about I mean, that forget about the I'll say Richard you know, the, Richard has said that the national championship he owns the fact it's a big spectacle. It's not a you know top fifty, top one hundred. It's a giant yeah. show. I mean it's still a, a big deal to win it, obviously. I mean, ask Dwayne Taff, I'm sure he didn't mind that check. Um and you're beating some really good guys, but it's more about the show and I just think what the they want those numbers in there more than they want. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? That's true. And I'm not defending it. I agree with you, Chris. I think there should be much stricter uh, guidelines for partners and who gets in and, and things like that. Right. I mean, you got guys who spend thousands of dollars, you know, in, in just travel expenses, you know, going to different trails and opens and whatnot versus somebody that just gets handed it. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I know in our club personally, it's all based on angle of the year points. The only, the only way a spot rolls down with us is if you qualified through another club or like a trail series or a state challenge. Other than that, it's strictly angled to your points. Yeah. Right. And there are some, there are a lot of clubs that, that stick to that, that rule and, and kudos to them and you guys that do that. So, Abel, where are you at? Yes. Sir. Yeah. Again, you have, you fish one of the bigger kayak fishing local trails. It's a KBF affiliate. And I know you were actually the AOI for 2018. Do you guys, how does that work with you guys? Do you do the slots top AOIs down the list or do you know? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we got a few slots to hand out this year, like uh, most partners clubs did. Um, we actually did the AOTY thing as well. So top AOTY anglers got to choose. But um, it's been pretty open. Um, we're probably one of those guys that hand out, just whoever can go, pretty much. Um, yeah. And it's mostly to guys that, that don't have the time to fish. So there are a lot of guys that just can't fish the events, can't do, can't fish enough to get into AOTY. So um, yeah, it's a case-by-case basis to look at guys that, that look That's like they might deserve it, give them, give them one or whatever they have left of. So. I think for you guys, it's probably, too, a, a factor of who – I don't know how much it should be weighed, but who can actually make that trek from Northern California to Louisiana? You know, that's a huge investment of time and money. So who's willing to actually do that? And then on top of who's willing, who's qualified. So I know there's a little bit more factor 
with Google. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just making the trek from here out there is uh, almost worth it enough to uh, earn yourself that spot, I think. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's if you're drive. willing to do that drive again, <laughs> then uh, you're qualified. Uh -huh. Let's see. We got some questions on the uh, the comments here. Cody, who killed all those turkeys behind you? Somebody said. That's actually uh, that's actually a grand slam behind me. That's that's a Florida bird, a Kansas bird, a Colorado bird, and an Arkansas bird. That's a that's all of them. I didn't get the Florida bird or the Colorado bird, but killer. Um, we get we do a public land trip to Kansas every year for a couple of days. Um, but yeah, no, he killed his Florida this year with the actual. Uh, he might not actually have the mount back yet, but yeah, my roommate, he was like, uh, he, he killed a grand slam by 24 years old. He smoked them all. Nice. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, there's, there's a little bit of everything in here. I think, uh, 30, 30 <coughs> mounts in my man cave. Wow. You see them all. Yeah. Got, this guy. Uh, we'll, we'll walk around. I think the deer behind me. There you go. It's a big one. That's a, that's an Arkansas deer right there. <laughs> nice. Y'all growing big out there. We try. <laughs> we try. Um, anything else from any of you guys around uh, any of the regions? Uh, I like, the, on, uh, yeah, I like the fact that they're giving two drops uh, in these series. You know, not everybody can just uh, fish every event or something comes up in life. I, I like having the drop. Yeah. Um, even too, I think it's a good deal. You know, a lot of people are against it. You know. But sometimes life happens and you can't make it to all your tournaments, or even if you have a bad tournament, you know, uh, that just happens. I, I, I agree with it. You know, I just, I think it's pretty cool. You can, I don't even mind the two drops. I, I, I like that. I mean, that's three out of five. That's okay with me, man. I totally yeah, agree. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Especially yeah. for guys that have to drive a long ways. I mean, yes. you know, if guys from Oklahoma or Arkansas that want to come down to Texas, we might not make all five and drive eight or nine hours or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, or well, it hours five and a half play. for me. I mean, you know, depending yeah. on my work, it's not easy to get off. So, I mean, I mean, make to lead a bend, but, you know, stuff like that. It's, like, it's cool, I think, that you can do that. Uh, yeah, a lot of sales don't like that, but I like it. We do that in our local trail. I mean, we have seven events. We drop two. We do that just because everybody can't make every every event. Yeah, we'd like to like make a living off these, but none of us are gonna make a living off these tournaments, you know, yet maybe. But it would be nice, but that's not happening yet. So close. have it's a little close. bit of life. <laughs> Cody made a couple bucks though. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I'm excited to see what the Pro Series is gonna do. I think uh, in its infancy this year, it's gonna be trial and error. But I think 2020 is gonna be big things for it. Yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're exactly right. I, I totally believe that. What is the pro series? I I, I don't know what exactly. I, the, I get, it's hard for me to follow some of the KBS stuff. It's the, like, if you have pro, to ask, you wouldn't understand, bro. <laughs> the, the, way I under, the way I understand it, the, the pro series is strictly designed for the trails, obviously. And, you know, you have the national championship, which is the spectacle. You know, that's for everybody. Yeah. But the trail series this year and – for, from from now on is going to be designed for the best of the best. You know, it's not going to be for your weekend angler, for your, you know, everyday Joe angler. It's going to be to separate the men from the boys and the like ladies it. from the girls. You know, I like it. That's what it's going to be about. And I kind of I touched on it earlier. One thing I'm like a little bit worried about is 
it's so much money. I feel like there's a lot of really good anglers that if they don't have those entry fees paid for, they may not do them. You know, right. and that, and I think that could leave out a lot of people. Um, but I mean, it's just I, like, yeah. I, I think with that entry fee right now, and mm-hmm. I, I think I think he just kind of threw that number out to see where it's you know where it's going to stick many on the wall. People are in it, yeah. You know. Yeah, how many people have the sponsor backing to pay those? You know Which, what I mean? It's not right. The personal I know, I don't. No, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the thing. How much was the entry fee? It was thrown out. Well, I didn't see it's that. at the trail events. Like You can just pay an additional, I think it's $200, and you're in the pro division, but you have to pay the original trail <laughs> entry, too. So $75, and $200. $250. $250, i am sorry. So we're looking at like $325 or something like that, yeah. I think. Plus you have on, the $200 on of, membership. On top of the additional $200 pro membership that you have to pay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't forget about the membership. So, I didn't. The membership's new to me. I didn't. I didn't know about that. <laughs> that's an annual, two hundred bucks. I think annual, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 And then three hundred dollars. There's not, there's not a, a pro series membership though, is there? Yeah. There is. Two hundred dollars. Oh, there is. That's what's two hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh. You got it, Cody. Don't even worry about it. I'll, I'll keep up with it here a little more soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like- let's see. Everybody's chiming in. Three twenty-five. Three twenty-five. So yeah, that's what it's going to be. With the pro, pretty twenty-five. Dave, I mean, I guess if you're trying to move it up, that's fine. I guess it'll, it'll work. Over time, I don't know if this first year it'll be a hit, but maybe over time, I don't know. But I think, I think in twenty twenty, it's going to bring in a lot of other people. You know, for sure. Think, and and, and and this is just my opinion. I think you're going to see a lot more of the Dave Lefevers in the in the tournaments. Tony Tony Hobbs chimed in and said he's a pro, but his wife won't let him pay that. <laughs> Aren't we all, man? I feel you, brother. Aren't we all? Yeah. And one day, Ike and Ellie will get a, his kayak off his Toyota and get it in a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> he's claimed he was going to do it a couple times, I think. Yeah, he was supposed to be at Toledo yeah. Bend last year. Yep, yep. Well, all right, guys. We're kind of dragging on to the evening. Anybody else? Anything else? And we'll jump off here in just a second. This was really cool having everybody. We should. Uh, oh man, yeah, that was, awesome. that was a blast. Yeah. That was fun. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, Hope appreciate you, you fellas. Uh, maybe you know before the season starts or mid-season, we can have a big panel like this again or something. I mean, that was fun. Looks like we can squeeze a few more faces on the screen too. So we'll we'll try to branch out a little bit. We'll get Ryan back <laughs> and throw somebody else in here. Yeah. Um, good. Yeah. All right. But hey, appreciate you guys, and thanks everyone that jumped on here and watched, and uh, we'll see you guys back next next week. All right. Yeah. Enjoy. Have a good night.